0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another um, visit to our podcast. My name is Harry. I am the host for Talk with God with Prayer. And just wanted to let you guys know that we are bringing a really awesome episode today. So stay tuned and let's actually start this episode like we have started every other episode with a great prayer. Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you that you are the God who guide us and who sends us to the right direction and who teaches us what is supposed to be the truth in not the world. Uh, what well, not supposed to, but what it is, the truth, Lord. Lord, thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and you will still love us and give us grace. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Guys, uh, we have an awesome episode today. Just wanted to let you know that um, it is actually titled why We Should Teach Our Kids about Jesus um, and it's really interesting why I bring that up. If we're looking at the what's going on around the world um, not just here in the United States and, but in other countries um, basically sin has taken over more and more and more right and we're not teaching our kids, the value of life or how to respect one another, right? Two of the commands that Jesus gives us is love him with all of our heart, heart and soul. And the other one is love your neighbor. And it seems like the world's not teaching that. Um, and again, I have said it before and I said it again, it's sin. Sin is taking over. Um. And I even noticing, like, even in, in schools, um, the way how the school's curriculum is going and things like that is, for me, I think it's kind of going out of the way they already took Jesus out. Let's be real. You know, churches, not churches, um, Christians, not Christians, good grief. Sorry, guys. Um, schools. Schools already have taken God off schools, right? And they, they believe that they can control. They believe they can do everything. And that's been since the beginning. That's why we are in the mess that we are in right now. Um, but again, long story short, those of you who Don't believe me, they can read the book of Revelation, and the book of Revelation will tell you. Actually, Matthews, the book of Matthews can tell you, the book of uh, John can tell you, Isaiah, uh, Romans, uh, Psalms. Technically, just read the entire book, the Bible, right? And the Bible will show you all the prophecies that even Jesus was given while he was still here on earth before he went back to heaven. Um, the uh, knowledge that he have given to the disciples to write the books and to Paul, uh, when John went down in a deep sleep and he was writing the prophecies there uh, through uh, the book of Revelation. Um, and so, you know, back to what I was saying about the children, we're, it seems like we're, we're not teaching these kids the value, what is about life. Um, we can talk about Roe v. Wade, right? The United States of America, uh, the 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 Supreme Court decided to cancel it, which is great, right? Um, but that doesn't mean that they're taking everybody anybody's rights. They're not. They're not taking no woman's rights, no man's rights, nobody's rights. They're not taking nobody's rights. But that's something that we can teach our kids is the value of having a kid uh, not showing them that if something happens the first thing we have to do is either kill the child or you know listen to a doctor who in these days the doctors believe they all believe they're God and they're not right and that's what I was talking about in the podcast um that uh, Heidi St. John's um, invited me and my wife to talk about it. Which, by the way, guys, I will be having my wife actually coming into the studio. Um, Hopefully, by next week, uh, she will be coming into the studio. and Yeah, we're going to be talking about a couple things to see if she doesn't make me nervous. I know that she made me nervous when I was actually in the... In the studio with um, Heidi St. John's. Um, but you guys can uh, hear that conversation that I was having with um, Heidi St. John's. You guys can go and search for her uh, podcasts off the bench. Um, and I say it there it's like, you know, we are killing innocent kids. But now adding that, it's like we're not showing these kids the value, right? We like the doctors will say, you know, they believe they're God, but they're not, and we should not be, we should not be showing that to our kids. We should be showing that it's like, no matter what life gives you, because again, as if as close as you will get to God, Satan is going to start poking you. And what did I mean by that, that he's not going to make your life peaceful. He is going to make it livid. He's going to make you feel that you ain't worth it. He is going to make you feel that you cannot do it and God is not there. Right? And that's his job. His job is to separate us from him. And one of the things that like I want to teach my kids Right. It's like, hey, that has been through so many stuff in life. And ah, he was homeless. He still worked. He still uh, continued with his faith. He um, finished in high school by sleeping in the basketball court. He still his faith was still going there. Um, he still moved on. And that light of Jesus was still there. Like his Jesus presence still was there. and He was still picking me up. My faith was not going down. And. Whether I didn't have my mom and dad in my life. I still was there. And Jesus was still showing me that. And I want to show that to my kids. Right. And that's why I. Want to teach my kids about Jesus. Because. Nobody. And I mean absolutely nobody in this world. It's. Kind, gentle, uh, lovely, patience—you uh, know the fruit of the spirit. We are. I can continue saying all oh, the fruit of the spirit, but we fall. We're we we we're human, and our flesh is so weak that that's what we're meant to. We're meant to fall. And I want to make sure that my kids see that. My kids know about Jesus because the moment that they fall. I want them to look up and say, Jesus, I know you're there. And right now, I can't do that. I cannot do whatever it is. I cannot do this. I need your help. And I want them to cry for Jesus. i That's what I want. I want them to cry for Jesus. Oh, yeah, they can cry for me, but I want them to cry for Jesus. And um, there's a couple quotes that I have here, which I like it and. And it's interesting as well too, but if we don't teach our kids to follow Christ, the world will teach them not to. That's like a really, really awesome quote, right? If we don't teach our children to follow Christ, the world will teach them not to. And it's already happening. It's already happening. The world's already teaching our kids not to follow Christ. Why? Because the world's saying we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Now think about it. Why is the reason a lot of people are drinking um, medicine for have, because they're having headaches and they can't sleep? Uh, guess what? Because they're following the world and they're not following Jesus. Um, I, always, I have a, a verse, Proverbs, uh, Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way he should. It should go. Even when he is old, he will not be departed from it. Um, Matthew 19, 13, 15. One day some parents brought their children, the children to Jesus so he could lay his hand on them and pray for them. But the disciples scold the parents for bothering him. But Jesus says, let the children come to me. Don't stop them for the kingdom of heaven Belongs to those who are like these children. And he placed his hand on their heads. And blessed them. Before he left. I I love that part of that. um, Verse. When Jesus says. Let the children come to me. Don't stop them. And we should not be stopping. The children in this generation. Especially in this generation. That they're growing to stop going to to Jesus because as Jesus says, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. One of the things about children, and those of you who have children and they will see it, it's like they are always either they want hugs, kisses, or cuddles, and you know, that that's they're looking for a loving. Right, and that's the children. And when they see that us parents who we are a follower of Christ, who we represent Christ, who will light the the light of Jesus, we should be having those kids and, and giving them hugs. I, I go super crazy with my kids. I that's one of the things I do at night. It's like I sing with them, right? Every single night I sing with them. And I have a six-years-old, um, her name is uh, Sila. I have a five-year-old, his name is Jairus. Then I have an almost three-years-old, his name is Lucas. And then I have um, our baby girl, which is seven months old, her name is Sola. And I sing to them every single night. And one of the songs that I have sang since Sila was born... Um, it was Jesus loved me, and I continue singing to all that. My wife does that. My wife sings the exactly same songs to all my children. Even if one of my children they stay in the in-laws house, they still sing the song, and that's one of the things that my children love right a lot. And it's just a and stuff like that. Um, guys, we're gonna go on commercial, and we be right back. All right, we are right. We are back now. Um, just as I was mentioning um, like my children like you know one of the songs I have singing was Jesus Love Me and one of the things that we also my wife and I would do is that we actually teach them verses. verses um, they are homeschool um, and the reason they're homeschool and I can be honest is because I do not believe in the school system the um, so school system, system right now is um, not making the correct choices um, and I believe that as a Christian, those choices uh, are not correct. So as a father, I have to protect my children. Um, but again, that's one of the things that, um, for me, as, I, as we're teaching them, and we're in homeschool and Sila and Jay, uh, we teach him verses, uh, we teach him verses in the Bible. And they will tell you some of the verses that they understand. Some of them they don't. Um, it's the same as when, you know, the my oldest, that she's she has a tendency. She will, sometimes at night she will wake me up and she's, she will be like, hey, Poppy, I just got a nightmare. And I said, I'm so sorry. And she was like, uh, I'm scared, but I'm going to pray because I know Jesus is with me. And I absolutely, and I would pray with her. Then I'll walk with her back to her room, and then she will fall asleep. And that's the beauty of it, like how we can actually teach that, and our kids can continue doing that. One of th- the other quote that um, I was reading, which was like really interesting, it was really good. It's like children are great imitators, so give them something great to imitate. They they will always listen to us praying, um, talking about the gospel, um, listening to the gospel, right? Um, or teaching other or talking to other people about the gospel. And they always that's a cool thing is that they always in, um, they're imitators. Um, and when we go to Disney World, we go to Disney World. And that's one of the things that I love going to Disney World, um, and it's because one one reason i love is because i can be the the light of jesus christ in disney world right and people hold oh, Disney new world is so sinful and how dare you um going to disney and giving them your money well jesus didn't call me to actually judge them he called me to bring the gospel to them right and you can see my children when we're going to go eat in, in one of the restaurants, and they're praying. They're praying, and it's so awesome because when the waitresses come, you see the waitresses waiting, and then they start looking at the children. right? And I'm telling you, it's like all my children, with the exception of the 7-month-old, uh, they're all praying, and they love to pray, and they're praying about the world. They're praying to make sure that like the world just follows Jesus. Um, they even pray about the president about the president that's my six-year-old she prays about the president to make sure the president um does the right thing and does what jesus wants him to do and does she understand a little bit about that nah she does not understand nothing about politics but she gets that that part she gets that from me because i'm always praying and, and i'm praying you know of course lord Give the give wisdom to to the leader, right to the leader of this country, um, or any country. So you know, again, like I said, it's a really great quote. I will read it one more time. Uh, Childrens are great in imitators, so give them something great to imitate. Um, the other um, quote uh, that I have. The best, the best learning I had came from teaching. And one of the things with like me listening to that quote, I agreed. Sometimes I have even learned something as I'm teaching, even my children. Right, and I'm like teaching someone about <laughs> Jesus, and I'm like, oh right, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I need to apply that to myself too. Um. So I learned that, and yes, you know, I play with my kids and everything, but here's a verse that um, I use a lot, and my wife, you know, we both use it a lot, because as Christians and as parents, you know, we, we sometimes forget, but we have these verses that we have it all over the house, and one of the verses that we always like to talk about is Ephesians 6.4. Parents do not anger your children, but rear them in the discipline and in the teaching of the Lord. Right, and we always teach them. Say when they do something that is naughty, we're like, Hey, why you did that? Well, I don't know. I said, Is that something that you think that Jesus wants you to do? No. And I'm gonna say, What, what do you What do you think Jesus wants you to do? Ah, uh, to listen to mom and poppy and to be nice, and I don't know, whatever happens, right, and that's how they're always, they're always, uh, are, you know, they tell us, and you know, here goes another verse, um, I don't know if I can say it in English, but Colossians 321, huh, I said it, fathers provoke not your children to anger, least They be discouraged, and that's the one thing it's like for me. I have always had that. And I, when I talk to my kid, and especially Jairus, that he is growing and um, he has a little bit of stutter problem and stuff like that, like I'm always encouraging him and say, Hey, buddy, slow down, talk to me slowly, slower. Um, and then when he says the word correctly, say, Hey, dude, awesome, good job, when he's playing. Um, baseball that he's been playing t-ball really awesome, and now next year he's not gonna be playing t-ball. He's gonna go upper, uh, soft pitch, and you know, and that's something that he he loves it. And even when he does something good, the first thing he does, he looks at me. Um, and sometimes I forget, but I have to like, oh okay, bam! I have to just make sure that he understands. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm looking at you. Awesome. Um, but no, I'm not also saying don't discipline your kids, right? Um, because Proverbs twenty nine seventeen, d- discipline your child, and he will give you rest. He will bring you happiness. Why? Right? And and he's not saying, hey, discipline your kid, beat the crap out of your kid. No, he's not saying that, right? He's discipline your kid. But how do you can discipline a kid? Well, one of the things that we do is, yeah, we actually put them in a a timeout, Um, or they will lose something, but when they come back, we have verses that we bring to their children and it's about how Jesus wants us to act, how Jesus wants us to be, you know, when they're talking to, when they're talking to their parents or whatever, um, it's, it's funny because um my daughter um she got in trouble uh what was it uh, what was it a couple days ago she got in trouble um or yesterday well she got in trouble um she lied and I knew she lied because where she said she was at I was actually there and when she. Knew that she lied. The first thing she put her head down and she would say, "I'm sorry." And then one of the things I always do as a father is like I ask them, "Why are you sorry for?" Well, I lied. But what do you lie about? And I want them to tell me why is the reason they lied because one that shows them it's like, "Hey, yes, you lied to make sure you don't do it again." And that's where teaching them to be honest, right? And that's one of the things that God, you know, tells us, like, don't lie. I have seen so many people, they lie in this world. And I have uh, employees that work with me. Uh, well, some, they don't work right now with me anymore. But um, that in the past, I've seen this, like, they will say something that I'm like, seriously? <laughs> um Oh, they would say, "Yeah, I was there," and you know, I would look at the camera. I say, "Dude, no." But I don't condemn them like for lying, but it's like showing them, like teaching them, I'd say, "Hey, please be honest, so you can be teachable." And even with my employees, that's people who they were never taught the Jesus way. They never th- uh, taught w- what is it to be a, a Christian. Uh, or they never been in church before, so I and like and for me that's what I was like. I, I love you know talking about the gospel to other people, but I, that's what I want my kids to be. So that's why is that's why we should be teaching our kids about Jesus because they will be the next generation who will continue bringing the gospel out there and not be afraid of it, not be afraid of. Yes, this world is going down, and if we even mention about Jesus, we're gonna get beat up again. Jesus never told us that following Him is gonna be easy, it's not. And reality is, if anybody actually is hurting somebody else because they're bringing the gospel, it's not them, it's actually Satan because that's what he's always he always does. He always tries to ruin everything that Jesus um is doing. You know, that's why they call him the father of lies. I'm just going to put a couple of verses here for you guys. Um Matthew's 5:16 uh 5, 15, 16 Um you guys can read it later. Matthew's 18 uh 5 and 6. Uh, Psalm 78, 204. There's... Uh, let me see if there's a more verses that I got. Uh, Proverbs 29, 15. Uh, Proverbs uh, 22, 15. You know, the, and those of you who do um, their devotions and, you know, been... Reading the gospel for generations to generations. Props to you guys. Um, one of the things I will tell you, if you if you guys reading the Bible with your ch- with your children, um, the more fun you make about reading the, the gospel, the more they pay attention to it, right? Um, and for us, uh, we we do we do both. My wife and I, we read like a children's Bible, but we also read the Bible you know, normal Bible. Um, and we do that so they can actually see, Oh, okay. The, yes, this is the kid's version, but this is also the Bible, right? And this is what the Bible is saying. Um, but no, it's like for, for things like that, guys, I would encourage you guys to let's continue teaching our kids about Jesus. Um, again, they are the future and they're the one who's going to continue with this. Um, so, yeah, uh, again, guys, thank you again for um, coming and listening to me, Harry, your host. Um, I will, again, I will, I'm going to try to be bringing uh, some people to the studio. Um, now that the studio is actually finally, thank you, Jesus. It's um, all set up and good to go. And we're going to be bringing more um, episodes about what's going on around the world, um, some teachings, and things like that. Um, for either prayer or you guys are curious about anything, feel free to send us an email. Uh, we're always um, open, you know, reading emails. We can contact you guys via email. Um, the email is God prayers at gmail.com, or you can um, look for us at Talk with God with Prayer um, in Facebook. We are there as well, too. So either one, whatever works for you guys, we're always there. Uh, Thank you guys again. um, And talk to you guys soon. Bye.